Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I don't know what the near or long-term prognosticators are saying about Washington, D.C., but uh, it's a mess. And to make light of it, David Lightman, McClatchy, D.C., we were cut short um, last week uh, with the passing of Diane Feinstein, which I don't even know if we'll get to this week. Uh, David, how are you? Uh, fine. I'm sorry about last week, but news actually broke during the show. So Yeah, no, it's... it's yeah, we it's had to jump. Big news. Uh, there's no doubt about it. We can even talk about, you know... Uh, Gavin yeah. Newsom's replacement, if we can, but that's certainly mm-hmm. not the biggest story, to be quite no, honest. No. I just want to ask you, you know, taking a step back for a second before we get into the minutia, you know, uh-huh. what what was, I don't know what you were doing or where you were, but, you know, there's two questions here, and I know two-parters are terrible because everyone always forgets one of them, but uh, the question <laughs> is, you know, what was that day like for you? And the second part is, how does it sort of compare relative to your long experience in D.C.? You know, uh, I was there. Yeah, I was um, I was shuttling between watching the vote and uh, you go up to the third floor of the Capitol to watch the vote. And then you go down to the first floor or the second floor, rather, to uh, talk to members. So I spent most of my time on the second floor because I wanted to talk to different members about what was what. Um, You know, having been through, what, three impeachments and all kinds of other stuff, uh, this was I don't want to say somber, but it, it lacked. The energy, if you will, uh, it, it was sort of something no one really wanted to see happen, with the exception of you know eight Republicans, and it was a strange mood because Republicans would come off the the House floor and you'd talk to them, and it's not like they were celebrating at all; they were upset. I mean, they liked Kevin McCarthy, and they realized that they were throwing their chamber into chaos, and there's no path out of this. Here they were with 45 days to go until the government could shut down again, not to mention their policy agenda, and they didn't know what to do. And yeah. as you know, at the end of the day, they left. They're gone until Tuesday. So it's a yeah. very somber is the key word. So there's, there's two things there. One is I, I, I listen to a lot of the debate, and in a world of posturing and hyperbole, I, I thought some of the frustration was really authentic and some of the fear was, was legitimate. Uh, in the voices of the debate. that That's one thing. The number two thing is, mm-hmm. why in God's good name do they take a break after this? I don't get it. Because they're rudderless. They don't know what to do. Uh, they have a temporary speaker, Patrick McHenry from North Carolina, but they just don't, there's no clear path forward, and there still isn't. They, there's no favorite as to who the next speaker will be. Uh, they have important policy decisions that have to be made quickly, and nobody quite knows the path. And so instead of hanging around, actually there were around, um, let me get my day straight, 
the vote was Tuesday. So Wednesday, there were a lot of closed door meetings, a lot of, you know, that sort of a lot of intrigue, but no decision. Uh, they wanted to go home anyway, because Monday is Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day, and they wanted to be home for whatever, the parades and the celebrations. But, uh, yeah, that's a legitimate question. Why didn't they stay? Yesterday, I was at the Capitol again yesterday. It was, you know, you hear a pin drop. There was no one around. So Trump puts his weight behind Jim Jordan. Right. Is that is is that a stamp? Is that a rubber stamp now? Or this is so unpredictable. Um, it's any standard, any uh, logical thought you might have. Forget it. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Well, here you think Trump doing it himself is on the table then? It's on the table, but I can't imagine it happening. I mean, he says he'll, he'll do it for as an interim. Told Fox News Digital yesterday. But again, anything can happen here. They've got to come up with a leader. Now, they're going to meet Tuesday. They'll have what they call a candidate forum. Wednesday, they're supposed to vote. Uh, the betting right now is they're not going to resolve this thing Wednesday unless somebody says, look, you know, uh, we got to unite because we're wasting time. We look ridiculous. Um, you know, we're, we're killing the party. We're killing the institution. Let's see how statesmanlike they are. There is a school of thought that says – all but eight Republicans voted for McCarthy, so that right. tells you something. But then there's another school of thought that says, well, these eight Republicans are really 20-odd Republicans, and this is their moment. This is their time to get a Jim Jordan in there. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. Well, you know, the funny thing is is that I, I – I mean, this is me speaking. I, I clearly think that you know, spending is a problem, and and I just think there's probably better ways to to go about trying to cut it. But the thing about McCarthy, I've never been a McCarthy fan, but he actually chose country over party, and he lost his job over it. So the message is, <clears throat> I guess on both sides, and I was like, don't ever compromise, and that that's not going to lead to a lot, a lot of productivity. No, no, and uh, that's somehow what they've got to face. Now here's. One path that's being talked about out of this thing. One of the things McCarthy did in January was he changed, he allowed a rules change so that one member could force the kind of vote you saw Tuesday. Right. Okay? Used to be 5, 10, whatever it was. Well, suppose he changed the rule to make it 10. Okay? That would, make, that would insulate the new speaker to some degree. So he or she could forge a compromise, and then it would take 10 members to force a vote to oust them. And there's talk about that. In other words, let's say Steve Scalise, the majority leader, uh, is 20 votes short, 20, and he needs the votes of the moderates from New York. There's a handful of people there, or California, who are not diehard Trump loyalists. Um, and he says, all right, uh, vote for me, and it'll take 10 members to get me out. Maybe that would do it. I don't know. But then, of course, the conservatives might rebel. I, I don't Why know. Why did he change the rule in the first place? I'm sorry, what was why they changed the rule in the first place to, to get the one person thing in? Like, why did why uh, was that rule change made? They didn't trust McCarthy. They've never trusted McCarthy. Uh, this has been a something that concern the, the far right has uh, been chipping away at for thirty years. I mean, they didn't trust Trent Lott back in the late nineties because he cut deals with Bill Clinton. Uh, they didn't trust John Boehner for that reason. Remember, John Boehner, the Speaker, yep. resigned because he couldn't control him, and in fact. Uh, a small group of conservatives tried to force a vote on him, but they didn't have enough of them. They want true believers. They are convinced they're on a mission, a long, long mission, and 
they need the right people. And McCarthy, they said, just couldn't be trusted. So, you know, they were watching him do the wrong thing, they said, and you're gone, and here we are. Hmm. We're talking with David Leibman from McClatchy, D.C., as we always do, you know, barring breaking news here on Fridays. Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the jobs report comes out. And, I, you know, I talk a lot on the show, you know, sometimes in, in, in the stock market, you know, good news can be bad news. And here's a classic case. The jobs report at 336,000 is almost double the expectation. And then the market yeah. sells off 200 points. And so the fear among the markets and a lot of people, as we see interest rates continue to climb, is they're going to they're gonna hike again. There's so many cross currents here. Um you know, oil prices have dropped. I think they're down, yeah. what, roughly $10, 12 Yeah, they were at 95 right. a week and a half ago. They are at 82 Exactly. So you would think, oh, well, inflation, uh, you know, is maybe under control. But then you see this report, and you think, uh-oh, Fed meets again next month, and they're, all, they're already expected to increase interest rates again. This sort of maybe seals the deal. So <laughs> I don't know. It's um, – we're not headed for a recession. But the question is, are we overheating? And you want people to go to work. You want the labor force to expand. Uh, interesting, by the way, at the rate stayed at 3.8%, I think. Yep. But again, uh, what's the Fed going to do with this, which is why the markets have been really skittish lately. Plus, November 17th, you could have another government shutdown. More yeah. chaos. It's a mess. Um, this choice, I mean, Gavin Newsom, uh, from what I've read, painted himself in a corner with some sound bites in years past about you know promising a, a minority pick for Senate and right black uh, woman people Senate, wanted Barbara right. Lee and yep. so give us a little bit about how this pick is being received uh, pretty well I mean Lafonza Butler is well known in insider circles she's uh, been a labor union president she's been uh, she worked for one of California's most plugged in Democratic consulting firms. Uh, she was head of Emily's List, which is the premier uh, political organization that that helps elect Democratic uh, women who support abortion rights. People know people in the political world know her, like her, respect her. Uh, there was barely a word of criticism. In fact, I knew any criticism from Democrats. The question now is, does she run for a full term? Even though she's never run for anything and would need to raise a lot of money fast, she could do it. So it's being welcomed. Barbara Lee was gracious. Um, She's running for her own uh, term, but once again, when we have a black woman in the Senate, uh, Newsom was criticized because Kamala Harris, now the vice president, had been California's junior senator, as you know. She was the only black woman. Uh, he replaced her with Alex Padilla, Latino uh, secretary of state. You know, there have only been three black women in the history of the Senate. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, two of them from California. That's it. Well, I mean, I think that, you know, I think there's a lot of people who aren't Adam Schiff people, you know, who would love to see um, see her run. But I don't I don't know her at all, so I can't speak to it. Uh, David, as always, we appreciate the insight. Your your ability to put context, especially historically with your career, is, is, is such a value to our audience. We appreciate it, bud. Thank you. Look forward to talking to you again next week. Yeah, all right. David Lightman. Have a great weekend. Uh, you McClatchy, too. McClatchy, D.C. Good luck to the O's. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.